This is an ABC podcast. Hi, I'm Louise Ma. Welcome to Treasure Trove. It's a funny little thing. It documents a really strange provisional space. It is a kind of monument to excess. Stories from our galleries and archives. It's just an unbelievably tragic story. It's really timeless. At a painting of the goldfields, probably the Bendigo goldfields, perhaps in the 1850s, pretty early in the gold rush period, um, and it was painted by a British artist named Edwin Stockler. This oil painting is called Digging for Gold. It's in a gold-coloured frame on display at the National Museum of Australia. I'm looking at it with curator Dr Martha Sear. It looks like a series of hills in the distance and then, and then a valley and, then, and along the valley we can see a little creek and uh, there are some tall trees on the left and the right of the picture but in the middle we're starting to see there are some trees that have been chopped down there and then if you look really closely you can see little people moving around on what is the very beginnings of a goldfield. So little men with red and blue shirts carrying picks, rocking gold washing cradles, talking to each other. It's early days on an alluvial field. The British artist Edwin Stockler was born in 1829 in India, where his father was a newspaper editor. He spent his early years in Bombay and went to school in England. The interesting part of his life that we know about most is when he came to Australia with his mum in the 1850s. Like many people, he was rushing to the gold diggings to try and make his fortune. He wanted to make money through his art. Stockler had a particular dream. His dad had been the narrator for a panorama in London and he thought that he could paint a panorama of the goldfields of his own. I mean, it's the equivalent of a movie. You know, back then there's no cinema. You could go and see a panorama and uh, it was, imagine it's like a whole lot of fabric, like sheets all wound around a spindle at either side and you would stand and look. So in, in Stockler's case, he claimed to have a mile-long panorama that depicted the goldfields and other parts of Victoria. And it would be unfurled as someone narrated what yeah. was happening. Yes, so that someone would tell the story of the pictures. There would be music, possibly, you know, lighting and other effects, sound effects like thunder and lightning, um, which made it all very, very, very dramatic. And I'd say just like going to the movies today, but done by an artist to, I think in Stockler's case, he may have painted at least 25 separate paintings and joined them together to make this panorama. So he was trying to make a living out of that. To be honest, he didn't have a lot of luck. He didn't find that the audiences in Australia were as keen on the panorama of the goldfields as he'd hoped. It had a fantastic name, the golden land of the sunny south. He showed it in the goldfields, he showed it in Melbourne, but he just didn't seem to quite get the audience that he'd hoped for. This painting at the museum, Digging for Gold, was made much later, in the 1880s, when Stockler was back in England. Curator Martha Sear says it differs from other paintings of the goldfields. There are many paintings of goldfields um, when the rush is in full swing, but this one shows that rare moment where the miners have just turned up. I guess the other thing this work shows is just how quickly the environment was changed by the arrival of the diggers. You can still see some of the bushes is here, the 
there's still shrubs and, and a few trees in the background, but the part of the creek valley where um, the miners are starting to work, the trees are all down, the earth is starting to be turned up, the river's looking a bit muddy, um, all of those effects that came pretty much immediately with thousands of people descending onto these little creeks and pulling them apart to just see if they could find that nugget that would make their fortune. There's also a really powerful scar on one of the trees in this picture. If you look to the left, you can see that one of the very tall remnant trees has um, quite a considerable piece of bark that's been taken off it. It's entirely possible that that is a scar tree from an Aboriginal canoe or other reason for Aboriginal people to have removed that piece of bark. And I think Stockler was very interested in Aboriginal people and their presence in the, in the land and they often feature in his works and these scarred trees often feature in his work. He took the time to travel a lot in Victoria. He and his mum, um, they travelled up and down the rivers, the Murray River, the Goulburn River, the Ovens River in a canvas boat. They met a lot of Aboriginal people on the way. He was uh, interested in natural history and in recording the landscape of those places and he also in recorded his encounters with, with Aboriginal people. And there's a sense in his pictures of all those things coming together, which, which I find really, really interesting compared to perhaps some of the other painters of this, of this era. Stockler left Australia in 1857. He travelled through India, Zanzibar and South Africa, trying to earn a living from his art. He didn't find a great deal of success, unfortunately. He did some work um, illustrating a magazine, an anti-slavery magazine, but his work was pretty intermittent. And by the 1870s and 80s, we find him eking out a very meagre existence, living in London as a pavement artist. So he would sit on the pavement and uh, try and sell his works. And uh, he would also chalk on the footpath. And there are some quite sad recollections of him from the people who encountered him and had known him in his earlier days, his glory days perhaps here in, in Australia. So he met a former acquaintance that he'd known in Bendigo and he was so excited to see him that he, he immediately rushed off and grabbed a painting that he had of Bendigo and signed it and gave it to this fellow. But the, the fellow was very upset to see that he'd fallen on such hard times, as he said. This painting tells a story on both sides. There's what you can see in the frame and what's hidden behind. If you take the frame off and look at the back, you can see it's very, very rough canvas. It's not high quality canvas. It's had a really rough life. It's quite dirty on the back. It looks like a painting that could have been sitting on the, on the pavement. And um, sadly, Stockler died on his way to the doctor. He fell in the street and died when he was 65 in 1895. Still a penniless artist. So I guess whenever I look at this picture, I, I know what the back is like. I, I can see that this, the picture is this, the picture of the gold rush and the shining hope of people in the picture that they'll make their fortune and return to England in glory and that that'll be the making of them. Um, and I'm sure that's what Stockler thought when he was, was looking out over scenes like this in, in Australia in the 1850s. But sadly for him, it wasn't to be that story. So. I look at it and I look at the beauty of the landscape before it's been completely dug up. I look at the energy and the little figures, they're tiny, but they're very, they're very alive. But I can't help but think of Stockler sitting not on the side of a, of a burbling creek in Victoria in the 1850s, but on a pavement in London in the 1880s trying to sell a painting like this and um, feed his family. So it's a sad painting in some ways, but 
it's a beautiful painting and it's a testament to somebody who didn't just try and make the goldfields look like it was fun and a barrel of laughs. The image we have of the goldfields from many artists is one of vigour and excitement and anticipation and, the poss and possibility. Um, I think this painting tells a slightly different story of the potential damage that was wrought by mining on the, on the environment, as well as the personal narrative of somebody who didn't make their fortune on the goldfields and who ended their life chalking paintings like this on the street. Thanks for listening to this episode of Treasure Trove, stories from our galleries and archives. I'm Louise Ma from ABC Radio Canberra. To subscribe to Treasure Trove or any of our podcasts, download the ABC Listen app.